0: Welcome to Bible Studies for Life, Adult Podcast. I'm Lynn Pryor. My co-host is Chris Johnson. Joining Chris and myself today is Brian Gass. Brian, Chris, glad both you guys are here today.
1: Hey,
2: great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for that, Lynn. We appreciate your leadership in this group. And Brian, it's always good to have you as part of the conversation. Yes, sir. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, Brian uh, leads our adult team uh, for Bible Studies for Life, just as Chris leads our senior adult team. So uh, both of them do an excellent job with this. Banana for many years now. So, guys, I think we're kind of getting the feel for this now. So, But I appreciate the work you guys do.
2: Well, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. We are in the final week of our study on uh, how to share Christ. Hope has been helpful to those of our listeners about helping in their group to talk about uh, evangelism, about sharing Jesus with other people. And uh, so today we're gonna be talking about that final session, which is trust God to work. And uh, that seems uh, like a really simple, easy thing to do. Uh, but it's an important thing for us to consider when we are talking about sharing our faith and leading someone to, to know more about Jesus and the gospel. Uh, guys, at the beginning of the, the segment, uh, the author talks about bucket lists. So hmm. I asked you guys before we got started, if there were things that maybe you've recently accomplished that you've checked off your bucket list. I think bucket list is a, is, is a pretty common idea. I don't think we have to explain it a lot uh, to people. Uh, the movie helped, <laughs> helped <laughs> to do that in a very, very clear way. Uh, but it, it, the idea is things that maybe you've always wanted to do or hope to do uh, in your life. And uh, you guys got any of those?
1: Well, we talked just several weeks ago about me finishing my doctorate. Um, that was something that was on my bucket list to do. And I had started Yay! that before we, yeah, yeah, throw party started that before I went to the mission field. And, uh, Then, you know, we had to do seminars every time we would come home on furlough, so it was a really long thing. And then when we came back from the field, my wife started nursing school, and so I had to put it on the back burner for a little while. So it's been a long time coming, but it's good to have that one more thing uh, notched on the bucket list.
2: So how long, Brian? Uh, I hate
1: to even say it's a little embarrassing uh, to say. Well, then,
2: okay, <laughs> more,
1: more than a decade. <laughs> okay, that's a long time. It is.
2: But all so I can I'm say, I'm glad that,
1: the seminary was gracious.
0: Good. But Brian, there? on that diploma, Chris can attest to this too. Those diplomas don't have up there how long it took, and it doesn't have your GPA. So that's a
2: good thing. <laughs>
0: you're, you're good. So uh,
2: all right. What about you, Lynn? Any bucket list kind of things?
0: Uh, I can think of several things I've accomplished, but I still have one thing left on my bucket list that I haven't done yet. I want to go to North Dakota. I know that sounds stupid. I mean, I'm sorry if you're, if you're in North Dakota. I'm sure it's a wonderful <laughs> state.
1: I, I recommend the summertime.
0: Yes. The reason I want to go to North Dakota, it's the only one of the states I have not been to. Yeah, it's so a good just, reason. I just want to go up there and just say hey hi North Dakota and come back so
2: I think that. you should do that this year Lynn I don't I don't I don't think you should wait any longer
0: well if there's any groups out there in North Dakota who want to invite me up to come teach or preach uh, I'm here so I'd love to come <laughs>
2: <laughs> good luck i don't i don't think there's going to be any invitations come based on your introduction there <laughs> right yeah
1: <laughs> so i'm sure you can ride up to sturgis and then just go a little further north that'll be a good opportunity
0: that's right go up on my harley that i don't have but <laughs> the reason we're even talking about bucket list uh chris i, I as i think you we're kind of getting to this idea that there are things that are on our list we want to do and some of those are easy to accomplish now brian getting a doctorate i would agree Is not an easy task. Uh, Going to North Dakota would be kind of easy to do. But there's some things that are easy to do, some that just we'd love to accomplish, but we never get around to it. Well, what that has to do with our study today is we're going to be focusing on this idea that as we share Christ, it really comes down to we share, but we leave the results to God. So your bucket list may be that I want to see so-and-so come to faith in Christ, but we do our part. But it's up to God to, if I could say it this way, to kind of check that off the bucket list. It's, we, we've leave the results, how the Spirit works, we leave that to God. And so as we, as we have this discussion about this, we're going to look at one of Jesus' parables. Uh, that's um, I think for many people will be a very familiar parable, the parable of the sower, or some call it the parable of the seeds. But this is Matthew 13. Uh, or the soils. The That's soils. right, the soils, the seeds, the sower, uh, however you want to call it. So uh, we're just going to call it the parable. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what we're going to see here is uh, Jesus, we're going to look at this in three parts. Uh, we're going to look at, first of all, just the parable he tells. Then, in, uh, then we're going to look at, at the, how you interpret that. But what I really want you to see as you kind of unpack the parable, as you read in verses 3 through 8, is the idea that as the sower, just he just casts seed out. Share the message wherever you are. Don't just try to ascertain whether this is good soil, whether this person's going to accept it or not. Just share the message wherever you are.
2: It's a good reminder. It's a good. Uh, I hope that that's where most folks will start in their classes and their session in this session to talk about uh, in their groups uh, the importance of doing that. Uh, probably the best illustration that we would use that is um, probably best understandable for people in our culture would be uh, sowing grass seed. Uh, Cause it, it really has the same idea here. So you don't have to be uh, a farmer or have an uh, agricultural background. Uh, we, we've built a house a little over 20 years ago. Uh, there A guy showed up and he just walked around and cast seed he just threw seed everywhere and it didn't much matter where it went he just was going to see to it the grass seed went everywhere and i thought this is a terrible way <laughs> to plant grass this, this will never work and uh, a, a couple of a few weeks later there was grass everywhere in places i never thought it would come up so uh, i think that people can get their head around the idea of of how uh <laughs> that yeah. work of casting grass seed is done uh, in our culture that, by talking about grass seed.
0: <laughs> my uh, back in the fall, we had our our yard aerated. You know where they come in and they yeah. punch all those, and they they over they they call it overseeding. Yep. Uh, but we had some sections in our yard that my wife had just has not been happy with. So even after they overseeded. She went down and bought another bag of seed and we got out and we worked the areas we wanted to work. So kind of like the parable here, someone's sharing a gospel message. We're coming right behind and sharing that gospel message again. And I can tell you it paid off. Uh, it was her idea and it paid off the grass seed spread. So,
1: <laughs> Well, I hate weed eating. I don't want to bring up a roundup into our conversation. but uh, <laughs> yeah. There are places that need more sowing <laughs> than others after I get done.
0: Yeah, how how do you work around up into this parable? Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Well, I, I have to tell you for, for a long time I I I hate cutting grass and uh uh so there, but there have been seasons where I, you know, I wanted grass to grow in a certain area, and you know what I discovered is, you know, you plant and you water, and weeds really like water more than grass seed. And <laughs> it just kind of pops up. There were there have been seasons where anything green would do, uh, and there have been times when I've tried to 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 get it to look right, and uh, it it's hard work.
1: Yes, it is. We considered a church out in Arizona uh, for a season before we went overseas, and man, those yards out there with nothing but rocks in them were definitely appealing to me.
2: (laughs) I like that.
0: I do think there's a good question worth talking about in our groups. Um, Brian, this is it's it's question two in, in, in your book, but why is it important to share the? to share the gospel as widely as possible you know just as the sower is casting the seed the guys overseeding your yard why do we spread it and i think that's just a good discussion point now well go ahead we're Brian.
1: really lousy soil inspectors that's for sure uh there are people that we put on our list as you know what they're not going to come to christ or um this mm. is just too high of a bar and there are others who we think, you know, the, the, these should be easy targets or whatever. If we were to use that language, but um, we really do a lousy job of soil inspecting. It's just much better to do that broadcasting and let the Lord sort it out. That's so right.
2: One of the things that I want to encourage you, if you're if you're a group leader, is try not to get too much into interpretation in the first segment. Just let just tell the story, and. Uh, allow it to do the work, and and let people think about it. Because you're getting, we're getting ready to to give the explanation and interpretation. So this is one of those parables where we don't have to wonder what Jesus meant. He's going to tell us this is this is what I mean. Uh, so tr- try to let the scripture do that in the second part instead of getting too deep into that in the first part. Sure. There's my teaching tip for the good day. Good word, good word. All right.
0: So as, as we move out we're going to move into verse 18 and this is where Jesus does offer the interpretation of what the different soils refer to. Now, what we're going to do at this at this juncture is we're going to look at the first three soils don't talk about the good soil yet like like Chris said don't don't jump ahead but we're, what, what we want to see is we look at these these soils as the hard ground the the shallow the one that's got the rocks and the thorns that not everybody is transformed by the gospel. And that's really the kind of heart we want to get. Go ahead and cast that seed, because as, as uh, Brian said, we're not good soil inspectors. Cast it anyway, but just know not everybody's going to respond like you would like them to.
2: So he gives several uh, wet, several different types of, of soils. He talks about the, the seed that lands on the path or the road where it's hard. And birds just come and eat it and take it away. Um, he talks about the rocky soil and this is where i expect brian to break into rocky top tennessee
1: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) corn won't grow at all on rocky top
2: Uh, i'm sorry for those of you who are not tennessee fans you're 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 thinking oh i hate that song i don't want to hear that again i
1: I haven't heard that song much this year i'll have to say
2: (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) Uh so if you're not a if you're not a Tennessee fan or football fan, you you are going, I don't know what they're talking about. Just just so so Google Rocky Top and and listen to Rocky Top. That that'd be that'd be good for you. Don't you think, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no doubt about it. It'll <laughs> bless your heart. I was thinking about this hard soil and uh one of the terms that, that we would use a lot on the church field, you know, is hard knots. There are just some folks who are hard knots. And you thought, my goodness, the gospel's never going to break through. But it is good to remember that hard knots aren't always hard knots, perhaps. And sometimes things come into people's lives. The Lord brings things into their lives that softens that soil and that makes that soil fertile. And, and we don't know when that is. So we should never write somebody off. We should just keep being persistent in our witness.
0: Jesus told another parable, and Luke tells us, uh, I'm not going to get the chapter right, uh, but he, Luke uh, tells the parable Jesus had, where he said there was a uh, you know some plants, some it wasn't growing, and the uh, owner said, "Let's just cut it down." And the man who worked the soil says, "No, no, 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 let's not do that. Let me work the soil. Let me let me fertilize it, and let me see. In, in in other words, I realize in light of the soils here, we see someone who we share the gospel with, and they, they're kind of they they look like that hard soil. We don't necessarily need to, to, to uh, just, you know, write them off, but maybe we need to just continue working the soil, fertilizing and just sharing that word, praying for them that 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 hard soil would soften up.
1: Well, as you guys know, we uh, when we worked overseas, we worked among Muslims and uh, the, some of those parts of the world where we didn't even send workers for a long time. But we would often talk about the, the job of removing rocks and things like that from the field more so than than a lot of the other reaping and everything that was happening in some of the areas of the world.
0: Right. Now, I dare say a lot of our conversation in our Bible study groups is probably going to center in this section because of the three different types of soils. There's a lot of conversation we have about what what the people are like. But we're going to move into the the last verse of, of verse 23 of this parable, where Jesus says the one sown on the good ground. This is the one who hears and understands the word who does produce fruit and yield some 100, some 60, some 30 times what was sown. And what Jesus is reminding us is there are those who accept the message of, of Christ, and when they do, there is an abundance they experience.
2: So it was interesting to me, and I, uh, this was an aha experience for me as I, as I was doing study on this passage, that um, th- the amount of return was would have been a surprise to the first hearer um, because they thought that if uh if there was a yield of 10 to 20 percent that that was an extraordinary harvest and and here jesus is talking about 160 and 30 uh which would be beyond their ability to imagine I n- i'd never known that did you did you guys know that
0: I, I in my study of this same passage i ran across that too it's amazing yeah, no
1: i found that interesting also
0: yeah, and of course, being a non-agrarian society that we are, you know, my my uh, my my everything I know about vegetables comes from the supermarket. Um, yeah, I I just kind of went right over that, but that that would have been a shocker to the, his original hearers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. One um, of the missiological
1: principles that was, uh, that we talked about a lot during our time on the field was exponential growth, church planting movements, and some of the places in Asia and the global south where you really did see that kind of, of growth. And it was, uh, it was mind-blowing uh, coming from a, a rural pastorate, you know, where you count in the ones and the twos. Uh, much different <laughs> there. Right.
2: We, um, we want to be sure that we encourage those in our groups just to, to know the importance of, of getting the word out, s- sowing the seed in all of these different types of soils. Because uh, again, like we've talked about throughout, we just never know when, when the soil and seed uh, mixture is going to be just right for germination to take place and that gets us back to the original point we we do this we share christ in every situation and and we leave the results to god we we count on him to cause the seeds to grow uh it's it's what he does um we we have to get to that place where we're comfortable with sharing the gospel and leaving the results with god and i think sometimes that's the one of the complexities and and maybe the causes of people not sharing their faith is they want to have control over the the end, and they feel like that they're responsible for the results. And the Bible makes it clear over and over again that that's, that's God's work. He causes the growth. He makes that happen. Our assignment, our responsibility is to be faithful in sharing the gospel and leaving the results to him
1: amen yeah that's too heavy a burden to bear isn't it
2: uh there was a guy in the church where i served uh, several years ago that this set him free it was like oh because he was a sales guy (laughs) he had to close the deal and it was like oh you mean i don't have to oh but that makes sense god god's the one who causes conversion to happen and so I just have to say, I, this is my job is to, to share it and to give them the message and then leave it to him. And it, it was freeing for him. And I don't think we talk about it enough when we talk about evangelism.
1: But no, like. I think that's right. That's how we define success by sharing the gospel, not by seeing people come to Christ necessarily. Good point.
2: So, all right. Thank you guys for taking the time to uh, lead us in the conversation about the seeds, or the soils, or the sower, or whichever one we're going with, Lynn. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> but the parable.
2: We, the parable. But we appreciate you who have listened to this podcast, hope it's been beneficial to you, and hope that it will cause you to consider ways that you can broadcast that good news, share it with, share it broadly with, without a lot of necessarily concern for the soil itself. And then as you as you have conversations this week in your in your Bible study groups, that uh, that there will be a robust conversation and some good things will come out of it. As we close this this uh, unit of study, uh, thanks again for listening. If you're a leader, we want you to hang around for a minute. Lynn's got. Uh, uh, a word to encourage you with, with where, where you can find some helps. And then Brian has a, a teaching tip for us.
0: So thanks, Chris. Yeah. I just teachers, uh, leaders. Let me just tell you that there's some additional resources you can pull from online. They're free. If you go to Bible studies slash adult extra. Slash adult extra. And what you'll find there is you just pick the session you're looking at, and there are uh, some uh, additional ideas. And what's, what's different about these is they're tied to more current events. Uh, in, in other words, this was what's on extra is, is only about two weeks old. So it's going to be something out of the news. Sometimes it's some uh, fresh statistics. Things like that that you can pull from. Occasionally your book might also mention options of a song or a video to show. Uh, that You'll find a link for that on Extra as well. Again, it's a free site just to give you some extra thoughts to kind of keep it current uh, and up to date in your teaching plan.
2: So we, we build Bible Studies for Lives around five questions. We want to encourage uh, Leaders to facilitate a conversation around these question, discussion questions, and one of the benefits of extra is there are extra uh, discussion questions for you to consider if if you need a backup or uh, that those are always helpful I think for people to have uh, as they prepare uh, to lead a group.
0: That's right. Well, Brian, talk to us for just a moment. Give us a teaching tip. All right.
2: Well,
1: one of the challenges that we all face as leaders is keeping uh, the group on task uh, on the, in the study. It's tough to do sometimes. Um, I lead a men's group, and with my group, often at the beginning even, it's tough to transition from that fellowship time, you know, the sports that happened the day before or whatever's happening in the political world or whatever, those kind of conversations that we want people to to have, we want them to do life together, but we also wanna make sure we spend the majority of our time focused on the lesson. So gotta look for a segue. Um, sometimes that, that means somebody's <laughs> gonna come from left field with something and you just stop and you have prayer. You know, that gets everybody quiet and focused and you have prayer about that thing. Um, if it's way out in left field and there's nothing to pray about affirm what you can affirm uh and then redirect the conversation but whatever you do don't let the group walk away with error still hanging and uh that's an important part of our responsibility as well
0: you guys know this because of meetings we do but that's what i do with my bible studies is we're kind of talking sports politics or whatever i'm always looking for that hook to grab onto. To segue into the Bible study, it's just uh, uh, yeah, just, you're
1: good hey. at that, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of sports, let's talk about the Bible. So, but it it, <laughs> it does work. So, thanks, Brian. Appreciate that.
2: Yeah, there, Lynn. There's almost <laughs> always a collective groan in the room when you make those segues in our meetings.
0: <laughs> Thank there's, you. There's a,
2: there's a expectation that that's going to happen. Lynn's going to Lynn's going to make some kind of. Uh,
0: some uh, random segue. That's right.
2: <laughs> I was going to say cheesy statement, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you, Brian. Thanks again for being with us on this uh, podcast. And again, we want to thank you, uh, the listeners, to our podcast. Hope it's been helpful to you, and hope that uh, these are some things that you'll consider um, in your personal life and your personal sharing the gospel uh, with others, and that you will um, help others to have a conversation about these things this week with your sponsor. God bless you.